This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. We're back, back, back again. Wow, I hope you guys enjoyed the DC live show. How fun was that? I think people really liked it. People loved it. And it was so good to have Jen Kim on. Shout out to Jen Kim. Thanks so much for coming out. And for all of our Ajumas for coming out to the DC show. That was really cool to see you guys there. Um, hello. Welcome back. Hello. My name is Peter Kim. And I am Unji Kim. And we are the host of the Ajuma show. We just did a Patreon episode about um, the best part of my family vacation in Las Vegas, which was the Cirque Mad Apple show. And um, if you want to listen to why it was the best part, um, go you check gotta, out the Patreon. You, you got to check it out. It. All right. Yeah. Uh, but right now, it's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. Key! All right. My Kick-Ass Korean this week. This is the first time I've done this. I, I don't know if you've ever done this. This is an honorary Kick-Ass Korean. So this oh, person cool. is not Korean. But... An honorary, so he's gonna be a hokak. Hokak, okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Hokak. <laughs> this is my uh, hokak of the week. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, and first time joining us, this is the time when we shout out our favorite Koreans that are doing cool stuff. And um, this person is not Korean, but I did go to a Korean spa in Las Vegas, the only one there. Uh-huh. I had to get away from my family. And yeah, also yeah. not do anything besides throw money into a machine. Yeah. Um, so I decided to go get Demiri. Uh-huh. And, you know. I miss that so much. Thing. Oh, my God. It felt. Well, okay. Let me go into it. So I go there and the Ajima, she goes, oh, Anyaze, like, when do you want your, um, you know, a scrub session? And I go, um, can you, can you get, give me in one hour? And she goes, oh, okay. Well, in if you do it in one hour, you can't have a Korean person because the Ajashi's leaving. And I was like, Oh, oh okay. And There's a non non Korean person. E- exactly. And she goes like, Bigok Saram Kentanayo? And and she and she says like, is the American person okay? And I was like, Yeah. Um uh, uh, okay, I guess. And what? then she goes, Okay, and then I wait and this guy calls me and it's a tall straight white man a ginger what? um young ish like late 20s maybe like cool looking has like cool gold framed glasses on um is not naked and wearing tiny shorts but yeah wearing like a t-shirt and shorts and I'm like, what the hell is going what on? What the hell is happening? What the fuck is happening? He goes, oh, Mr. Kim this way. And I was like, oh, um, yeah, here. And I'm like getting, he's like, okay, put your head on the thing and the table. And he's like, okay, you're, how, how did you get this job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what happened? In the meantime, he's like taking the, you know, paku, paku, the water and like splashing yeah. my body with it. And you know how they splash your body? It's never, it's not like when you're face down, it's not gentle. It's like. It's like they're trying to like get the key you, yeah. to like <laughs> to like tora around your body to like yes. have your energy spin around your body. So they're like slapping your body with this water. 
And I'm like, oh, I, <laughs> how did you end up here? And he's like, oh, I found this. I applied on Indeed. Shut <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah. And he, he, he's not really talkative. And he's just very quiet. And he starts debikyoing me. And he's like, oh, yeah, they trained me how to do this. And I hope I'm doing it as well as the Ajashi's here. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, you're doing great. And it was pretty good. Like, it was, he was really doing a good job. I will say, um, because he's not a jaded old piece of Korean rock, he yeah. um, wasn't as rough with me and didn't okay. go into the crevices. Which yeah, you gotta go into the crevices. That's the Ajashis the whole point. will find every fold in your body. Yes. And rip the skin out from that fold. Yes. Um, this boy was. And you're being grateful very, for it. it yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, get in there. So you know that that was a little like, uh, you really need to like not be so squeamish and get up in the crack and get yes. in there. But he didn't. Um, he was very like white about it and being and was very like. I'm from Seattle. I'm not going to get up in your crack. You Seattle? Know, like, Seattle. He moved down here from Seattle. Anyway. And we... I got to know more about this person. Okay. Yeah, right? And I've never been to a Demidi session that's like more than the Demidi. So we, I do the Demidi and then he goes and he washes me off. He, he's like, here, you can dry off. And he holds up the, a robe and he's like, okay, now it's time for your massage. And I go, What? what? So he takes me upstairs to a massage room and he has all ready and like, you know, he has like rain sounds or whatever. And he's like, okay, you know, where do you want me to work on? And then he starts going into my hips and my shoulders and back. And I'm like, oh, you're a masseur. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's masseur, like, mas- yeah, masseur, like, yeah. Oh, did you, did you train for, did he train you to do this too? And he's like, oh no, I'm a certified, um, massage therapist from seattle i'm down here because whatever whatever he's staying personal issues and then um he's also a drummer and a musician and he's like trying to get that started anyway the massage was incredible like i was like i had not expected such a professional ass dutiful massage like that's the only way i could describe this massage was he was he he felt a sense of duty and patriotism to my knotted up body and he was going in hard that's so you've had a lot of breathtaking experiences in las vegas (laughs) like (laughs) because truly that idea of like a like, you know, because the thing is, uh, many of you guys have been to, if you go into a nail salon, there's the Korean Ajima or the Ajashi that will do give you the half-hearted squeeze, squeeze. On, the, on your shoulders. And then maybe, like, uh, like pull your fingers for a while. Yes, and they'll, <laughs> and they'll, they'll go in with their knees and um, their elbows. elbows. And, and the, the attitude inside of a Thibikin session and the massage that accompanies it is that it's mostly about the sheer force of the of the joints of the knees and the elbows that they push into your body exactly. is enough. Yep. You know, and it, is, it has nothing to do with how your body actually feels. It is no. not tied to anything about the real art of massage therapy. No, nothing they're like here are the tie- pressure points. Let me just push it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they're not responding to anything inside of your body. They're not. They're not really paying attention at all. No. So I mean, it's really incredible that you had that experience from Out of a white nowhere, person, from a white guy. A straight man who was 
I, it just felt wrong. Yeah, and I'm sure he to never gets that to do scene, it. And he was I'm sure fully he never clothed, gets to do it. Like, huh? I'm sure he never gets. To, I'm sure he never gets to do it to a Korean person because I can't imagine any Korean person that goes going wants to, to get exactly yeah, wants him. They but never want. Here's him. what: while the Demi was mediocre, yeah, I, I would say, um, uh, you know, needing needing polish. Yeah. Uh, the massage was a plus, and I was wow. not expecting that. And I needed a massage after hanging out with my fucking family all week, <laughs> which we will get into after this kick-ass Korean. So here's so Will. I don't know his last name. I don't want to, um, but I'll shout out his um, uh, his uh, his handle Dreaming Music LV, Las Vegas Dreaming Music LV. Check them out. Um, if you're in the Vegas area, you want a massage from a tall, um, uh, pasty redhead, uh, <laughs> with strong hands and intuitive flow, check out Will. Hokak of the week. Key! Yeah! yeah! Okay, so, um, I have, like, a couple of organizations that I'm going to be highlighting. So, oh, first yeah. one is the, um, the new, it's called the Korean, Korean Queer and Trans National Network. And it is, uh, mostly based in New York. And they are a completely volunteer-led collective of queer and LGBTQ Korean community members with over 20 years as educators, organizers, and advocates. They're uh, inclusive of parents of LGBTQ uh, Koreans, faith leaders, bisexual, trans, and gender nonconforming folks, immigrant and non-documented individuals, adoptees, and mixed-race people. Um, it really started in 2018, and I think that it's what's exciting is that, like, they have organizations, they have like meetings and meetups if you want to check them out. It's called the Qu Korean Queer and Transnational Network. There's also a smaller network of parents of Korean Americans that are queer. But this is the thing. There is, I, I was thinking about this and the last time we spoke, Peter, a lot of people that listen to Ajima as well, if you are... It is very hard to find Korean American centered activities and groups and organizations that are not affiliated with the church. Exactly. And it is incredibly difficult. So, if you are a queer or trans or any sort of outside of the parameters of what is accepted inside of the Korean American church, it is difficult to find community. And, you know, given that it was Pride last month and, you know, it's kind of crazy, but it turns out people stay queer all year round. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That's I know, actually but... the curse of being queer is that yeah. <laughs> after Pride, you have to stay queer. So, like, it's just, I, having just had this experience with the Korean American Story Project, they were to, the people that organized it are also from New York, and they were saying that how popular the event is in, in Chicago, and it's because, especially in the Midwest, there are so more, there are so much fewer opportunities for non-church affiliated organizations and events that are Korean American centered. So 
just want to uh, shout them out and, um, you know, you know this, Peter, like if there had been something like this early on, if we could have pivoted from trying to fit in with church people. Oh, my God. I mean, it just. Oh, my God. I don't know. I, I would say I would have saved 22 years. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it would have been life changing. Life changing. Life changing. So um, cool. I want to give a shout out to them. There's a whole bunch of organizations. If you go to. Yeah. Where um, are you finding these lists? I wonder if there's one in L.A. Um, I'm sure L.A. is just. You know, there's a ton of them. But there's a. It was on the, the list. is not from the current American uh, story. Instagram. There is a list of uh, Korean American, Asian American, LGBTQ organizations. Uh, a couple of from June. There are a couple of them. There are some that are Southeast Asian centered as well that they highlighted. There's this organization for parents. Um, there's a couple that are specific to building um, visibility. The parents one is so key because I yes, and I'll go into it in the next section because there was. <sighs> Yeah, the parents are really fucking things up. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like, because the idea, and, and, and so with this organization specific to parents, is that they also need to feel seen. Because so much about their own identity in the side of the community is rendered, like, shameful, right? Because of their, if they continue, if they support you. Yeah. You know, that means that their standing inside of their own community is now, you know, Shaken. Shaken and under assault. So yeah. if they don't feel supported, if they don't see other parents going through the same thing, they also feel alone. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, as many of our as many of our listeners have discovered, our parents ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just like what a great segue. We, we really need to get into it. I, you're teeing yeah. me up too much. Yeah, I just, I, 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 this was very intentional. So it was like it is. They're not. Not only are they, they're not shit. But it's that they are flawed, deeply flawed, insecure, scared, scared people that have never had any sort of resource and also do not have the inclination to better themselves no not you at know, all not at all no. and that's the part that really i think kills people um I, I've had I, by the way i don't think that's just a generational issue either. no it's not that's trans it's not transgenerational it's transgenerational it's transracial oh shit yes that's sure. also transracial um, um so yeah. that's that's my that's my kick-ass career for this the week and it's uh Kia! check out those organizations and also if you're in the imperial spa area go check out will he does <laughs> afternoons <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back <laughs> Hey, you, before we get started into my drama, I just need to get caught up because you had been laid the fuck out. I have been laid the fuck out. What it happened? Sucks. I mean, you know what? I, I, I don't know if I've ever, I haven't announced yet, but also it's pretty Jewish of me to not say anything, but I am pregnant <laughs> announcing it to yeah! the Adiman people. <laughs> I am pregnant. I am heavily pregnant, um, deeply pregnant, obnoxiously pregnant. Yeah. And so I, um, I keep seeing I just, it. Yeah. And it, uh, 
for like the last couple of week, uh, last couple of this past week, really, I have had severe nausea and a migraine, and it's like. It's it's hard to describe because it's like these are I didn't go to the hospital and do anything I was just like kind of laid up, and I didn't realize until I felt better how debilitating the pain had been, and so I wound up going to the hospital and going into the ER and stuff like that. And then the doctors were like, "Why didn't you come in sooner?" And I, I mean, this I is mean, exactly they, you could drop into any episode, any of the two hundred and fifty <laughs> whatever the fuck episodes before this, and you will hear the same story coming out of. The same act out of why didn't you come in sooner? And Unji's response being somewhere around the lines of, oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. Or, well, I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm alive. Like, I'm not dead. What's the big deal? And so, and that's the thing about me. Um, over these 200 episodes, um, I learned no lessons. No. And that's what's cool Zero. about me. <laughs> This is like this is like you're watching a sitcom. You're like the characters don't change. They never get better. They always become a product of their own follies. Like it, you know. I will. I refuse to learn any lessons. You can't make me. And uh, so I went and I got I got some fluids. Like I started all these like things and it's it's fine. It's better. But it was more that. You know, I am. Uh, I am very uncomfortable, and it's like the most uncomfortable I think I've ever been pregnant. And also, I will say, you know, every time I go into these situations, um, they always ask me how many if, how many pregnancies I've had, and I always have to ask if they, if they mean abortions too and stuff. And they uh, always do because it's like you forget that's full also term. not full term, but it's like it counts as a pregnancy. And oh, it's wow. very funny because post row, it's like pretty. You can tell edgy. people are like edgy, and you know, this is the thing about. You saw this when we were in D.C. Like, I'll order a, a wine or a beer and not finish it or anything, but I like to just, like, I want to be a part of the conversation. Wait, I can't join? And so I have a couple of sips or whatever. But I think what I realize is what I really want is that for someone to say something. I want, I want, I dare someone to say something to me so that I can stand up and be so indignant <gasps> and talk about how, how dare you say anything about my body, yeah. especially after Roe. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. just really get into it. I like, I want someone you're to getting, like film you're, me. You're readying your vengeance speak. Yes. Yeah. I want someone to film me on their phone and for it to go viral. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, like, I don't live near you, so that's going <laughs> to not be me, but I can't wait to share it. <laughs> Like, that's the whole point of it. I, mean, I just want to be like, yeah. how dare you tell me what I what can, can, can't do with my day, body. In this day? With this I'm score? Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tears streaming down my but face. Literally, you've been chugging tequila and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's Unji's kid. It's already <laughs> fucked up. One but day yeah, your daughter's going to look back at this podcast or listen back and she's going to be like, Oh, oh, this is why. Okay. <laughs> That's why I don't see colors. It's <laughs> so funny. Anyway, I'm, so I'm, you were he... late the fuck up. You don't think yes. it has to do with your drinking? Oh, I'm not drinking, though, Peter. Oh, but like, like you know your what I mean? sips of drinks? My sips of drinks or whatever. No, none of That's this. That's like, or... why you're getting migraines. <laughs> no. my. You know what my the official diagnosis was? What? Pregnancy. <laughs> Okay, so they're saying stop being a little bitch. <laughs> no, they're like, so sometimes, I mean, also, I'm fucking 40. What am I going to do? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, oh like, my god. That's, the, I forgot. that's basically what. The, I yeah, forgot. They're, this they're, is they're, a very late baby. Yeah, they're like, "What the fuck? Are you, what, do you, what do you want?" And I'm like, "Touche, <laughs> touche." I mean, like, <laughs> what are you okay, gonna do? But before that, you went on vacation for July Fourth, or were you laid up during July Fourth? I I literally felt bad during the fourth. Went out. Man, rough. It holiday. was scary. Yeah, it was scary. Um, I don't, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard already about what happened in Highland Park. I was in the suburb during the shooting. It was crazy because everything so immediately shut down. Wow. And this is like, you know, the benefit of being in a suburb because it would be much more difficult to be able to enact something like this in, in a city. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like everything, like anything with children, anything that in- included a gathering of more than 10 people was immediately just oh canceled. That's yeah. so scary. It was really scary. Because especially because they hadn't apprehended him for such a long time. Yeah. You know, he's just on the loose and... People are just like enjoying a literal like neighborhood, yes. small town USA moment. Yeah. And just like the way that people will be irrevocably changed from it. I mean, there's the trauma from these things is always, you know, that's the thing as a generation um, of that a generation of Americans will have to deal with. Because you know, it's funny, but even inside of Chicago, I know a lot of people because we are of the age where we know people that um, have been knew shot. Have been shot, but also people who knew people uh, at Columbine yeah, in Aurora, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Virginia Tech. Like uh-huh. I know people who survived those events. Oh wow! Yeah, like survived them or knew people who survived them. So it's like you know that's the ripple effect of trauma, right? Mm. And as we talk about it a lot on this pod, even it's like just because you didn't undergo that trauma doesn't mean that you aren't affected by it. Of course. And we know this as children of immigrants. We yeah. know this as children of people who have experienced war. We know this as people who even, even if your parents ever went through it, they were the victims of this sort of yeah. I mean, trauma. there's a there's an active trauma that's happening to all of us every day because of, um, you know, I, I was talking to my therapist about. The fact that he watched my TEDx. <laughs> what? Are you serious? I'm sorry to detach from this situation <laughs> for a second, but <laughs> <laughs> he did watch. I did a TEDx for Columbia College. Um, I remember. It's, it's one of the cringiest things I've ever done. What? I think. Are you serious? It's one of the cringiest for for me. It just, um, yeah, there's a certain amount of like, oh, people watching it and being like, you did a TEDx and if it feels like it should be important. Yeah. There, and that kind of makes me feel cringy about it. Um, and also I don't think I did my best anyway. All of that. I remember during that time you said it was a B plus. It wasn't my best. B, it, it was a B minus. It was it was more of a C plus plus. Okay. <clears throat> it was not great. It was not great. I wasn't in a great place. I didn't give it my all. I you know my work ethic was different. Anyway, all that aside, he watched it, 
and he um, told me he watched it, which I was like, this is crossing all sorts of boundaries. All boundaries. Yeah. And then he quoted me on my use. Back to you? Back to me um, on my use of Maslow's hierarchy. And he was talking about, you know, how, anyway, the, the levels of, like, needs that are met and how I, as I was saying in my TEDx, that growing up being traumatized, you never get past that first level of safety. Yeah. Um, because then, only then after that, can you start moving on to, like, social acceptance and self-actualization and stuff like that. But if you don't feel safe, you're never going to get past that first step. And that was my whole like thesis behind my TEDx. Anyway, I think that's currently happening to all globe slash but America in yeah. that we don't feel safe anymore. Like our our idea of safety, of general safety, of sitting on a curb during July 4th a hot muggy day where your grandparents forced you to be out there and you're just like your hands are sticky from ice cream and the worst thing you should worry about is eating too many fucking hot dogs and getting jacked up on coca-cola and you're gonna shit yourself all night before you have to go to bed screaming that should be the worst thing about july 4th besides maybe a teenager blowing his hand up because he was being an asshole with a firework we should yeah, not have to be scared constantly to be outside. It is a current trauma that yeah. we try to distract ourselves with, with, you know, Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <laughs> and drugs. Go back to, and, and, and drugs, which content. goes really and, well in, hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, it's just mindless content. And that's the Go thing to the Patreon like, for that sir comment. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, truly, it's one of those things where, like, we have to talk about violence as a public health issue outside Absolutely. of the immediate violence. Right? Like, it's, we're talking about long-term gener- generational trauma that has nothing to do with, that is entirely a policy issue. Right? Like, it is a, <laughs> it is a form of violence being enacted by our government, by, this, yes. by its inaction. By his refusal, refusal to codify this policy and gun safety and a reasonable gun well, measures. Well, I mean, we keep saying the government, we, all of us, but it really is one contingent of the government that keeps blocking. Now, does the then other allow, side help allow, by allow allowing it? it? We allow it. We allow it. By keeping, you know, institutions as they are because... It only helps the white male patriarchy, Christian patriarchy, for sure. So, yeah, we're at a standstill now where it's getting untenable. It's getting too violent. People are getting too poor and too desperate and too sick. Shit's about to turn up. And all why? Because we're we're covering for oil. What are we doing? Guns and oil? Like, what are we doing? like so gross. It's, it's like, so last century. Like, shut up. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And so I think I don't know. It's just it was it was really psychotic the experience and like feeling this along with the road decision and 
you know, I was like, maybe that's what my body's reacting to. You know? Of course. I'm sure. Like, <laughs> but I'm yeah, sure. I've been on a I've been on a pretty steady diet of like this kind of fucked up um like a tr- t- cocktail of med- medications that I really don't enjoy. Um cuz you know, you don't I, the thing is I can still feel myself being sick, like I can feel myself dealing with the symptoms. Um you know what I mean? Have you ever like taken something where you can still feel that you're sick but you're you're the medication is fixing the problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my depression anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Where, like, I know it's there. Symptom, right. The and medication's just, like, holding the wall up. Yeah, like, you can feel yeah. the physical symptoms of that of are that. ameliorated. Yes, But yes. the actual thing. The underlying the base, thing is still, is still there. Yeah. And you can feel it. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's where I'm at right now. Wow. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. That's tough. I highly recommend going to New York, New York Casino in Las Vegas and watching the Cirque (laughs) show there. (laughs) It really lifted me up. Okay, I need to get into my family drone because this is... Where do I even start? Okay, so my mom stays with me for a few days, like four nights, which was a lot. Yeah. So Um, she slept in the bed behind you. Yes, in my office. It's still okay. laid out because I don't want to fix it yet. But Okay. Um, I love these this like bedspread. The bedspread? Oh, thanks. It's Costco yeah. Pendleton. Oh. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank Write you. it down. Write it down. Right. Um <laughs> anyway, so my mom um stayed here and what I realized with her stay here was that my mom and I um, I can't, I'm, I'm really trying to build a relationship with my mom. Yeah. And she cannot be bothered. And no amount of me helping her, providing for her, taking care of her, being nice to her, you know, telling her she's great and thanking her for her um, work and her amount of effort she put us before herself like I really went into like a very verbal week of giving her all the deserved verbal praise and acknowledgement um, before I don't have a chance to do it yeah not in wow. a morbid way. Not in a morbid way, but in a, uh, I love efficiency way. Like, get it out. Yeah. So- <laughs> hey, and also, I know, but it's like a check on, uh, like, you know, like it's a, you were in check on, uh, like, yeah. sun mode. Good sun mode. Yeah. And, but I also meant all of it. None of it was yeah. feigned. You know, I did mean, you know, she, she's 65 and leaving an industry behind, a Korean me- American media industry behind that she worked in for 40 years and she is leaving without a gold watch, without anything of like a commemoration, a thank you. She was a woman in this field, a pioneer. She, you know, stood tall with the boys and also beat the boys like, and she's just kind of like dishonorably discharged to Hawaii with her sister. So she's feeling a way, I understand it. I and I'm trying to feed her ego or like at least from me you should know 
Yes. You are great. You you did great. You wanted her to be. You wanted her to feel seen. Seen. In the way that she wanted to feel seen. And every night we drank, you know, a bottle of wine, just me and her. <laughs> Eric would get get involved sometimes, but we're speaking Korean the whole time, so Eric's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, uh, just yeah. like nodding his head politely. And, you know, the saddest moment of my mom's week here, an eye-opening moment was when she told me that her whole life she lived her life for us and she never got to find out who she was and i felt an immediate grief for her and i told her it's not too late like mm -hmm. you're still alive go find out who yeah. you are you know live it and um my kick-ass moment of myself for the week is in the <laughs> moment of um, conversation, we were talking about her divorces and her failed marriages and how she doesn't want that anymore and she doesn't want to deal with people, blah, blah, blah. And every man she meets is like ain't shit and yeah. can't keep up and is intimidated by her and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well... What about a woman? And I asked her straight up. And yeah. she said, huh? And I was like, yeah, like, you're sick of men. Yeah. What about a woman? And she goes, huh? Oh, no, no. And I was like, okay. So it wasn't like, hey, are you out of your mind? No, it was more like, oh, like I'm caught off guard, no? Like, she must have thought about it. And then I was like, okay, but what about as a, like a friend, like a best friend? Yeah. That you live with and hang out with and you do everything with. And it's like, and you, you also like live with. She's like, oh, totally yeah. Girl. Oh, yeah, I would totally do that. Like a friend, yeah. I would totally. So I'm yeah. like, oh, this is like 1950s lesbian vibes, I feel. is like. Boston marriage. Yeah. Boston marriage. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's from oh. the turn of the century. It's oh. what uh, women who were engaged in, um, it's called the Boston marriage. Like women that were... Like best friends? Uh, yeah, they were presumably best friends and roommates. Yeah. That lived that without... Were, yeah, that lived in every sort of the inst intimacy besides or maybe including sexually but hidden. Yes. <laughs> so that's the vibe I got. And I'm like, <clears throat> okay. That's my dream. I know that is your dream. <laughs> I'm trying to make that my mom's dream, but she yeah. won't. I don't think she'll enter. It's too much of a barrier. Right, but not, it, not, not if you're in Hawaii and you don't know anyone. A blank slate. What a beautiful gift. She's with her sister. It's not going to be. Blank. Yeah, living. But like her social yeah. life doesn't have to be with her sister. And I don't know. Anyway, and I decided to give her a yearly yongton. Yeah. Of a certain amount of dollars. Instead okay. of buying her a house, I was like, look, the it's crazy, the economy, obviously. Yeah. I can't do that for you. And I've absolved myself of needing to do that for you. That was my personal meditation. Yes. I've clung on to that 
need to take care of my mom as like buying her house means you are a good boy. You know, that like tether of psychological shame slash value. It's, 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 a, it's a criteria upon which you're being graded as a son. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I told her, listen, bitch, we're going to have to grade on a curve. Yeah, so. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Honey, I, 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 I did this to my report card already. Crossed out, home, put in a yonkton, yeah. crossed out, yeah, yeah, yeah. yonkton, made it a phone plan, <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> Time with my son. Son, yeah, like, girl, like, <laughs> Well, this is my first time doing it, and it's... <laughs> It's liberating. Liberating. Yeah. <laughs> it is really liberating. And now that I know she at least has her sister, where mm-hmm. if she falls, someone might be there. Whereas, yeah. like, and that was my last, like, kind of emotional stepping stone before I could, like, kind of start really letting go of this internal shame that I carry around as currency, as everything, you know? But. So that was that was a really cool part of my mom being here is that oh I got to really like solidify my plan for her as far as like my contribution and be to, able to talk to her about it explicitly because I know it, because I know these conversations with parents though these motherfuckers will I go everything yep they will out of ever talking about anything about details. About details. Because they want it to be amorphous. They want to be amorphous until they decide something. Uh-huh. And so they That's don't want it. to think about it until they've decided and gone through every single iteration and de- decided that, 100%. yeah, yeah. Uh, Wi-Fi is enough. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they'll fucking figure that out. That's the thing they're not telling Sundays you. Sundays with your firstborn, know. I'll take it. Yes. They'll, they'll just, they'll <laughs> take in all this information. They're calculating all what they need. You know what I mean? Because if your mom didn't needed more than the yongton, and she actually needed it, she would have pushed you on it. She would have pushed me on it. And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it's also the benefit of having poor parents. Is because what are they going to say? No. <laughs> They'll take anything. They'll take anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Flip it. Yeah, they will take anything. And they'll be happy about it. But here's the thing. Yeah. Dumb. I won't tell you how much the yongton I agree to. At least, yeah, yeah. at least online, but yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll chat about it later. But uh-huh. it's not much. Um, but my mom, it's, it's, it should, my uh, mom uh, did lose that exact live. amount in Vegas. Shut up. So let's transition to Vegas. We go to Vegas. I'm down a certain amount of money. It's fine. It's, Ajuma. I, Ajuma. Right. <laughs> Ajuma. My mom and my her sister are just going at it. And they're having... At each other? No, no, no. At the machine. Oh, at the gambling. Okay. They're teaming up. They're doing their member cards. Like, it's... They're pros. Yeah. And my mom literally said twice during the two days we were in Vegas together, which was two days too many. <laughs> she's, she has said twice in that time, oh, like... Like, I lost a lot, but like, oh, whatever. It's been so long since I've been here. And twice I had to correct her, you were here on Thanksgiving. Yes. Not even one full year ago. And she was like, oh, oh yeah. And then she would like feel embarrassed and like we'd all laugh at her. And then she would say again, like, whatever, it's been so long since I've been here. I'm like, 
again, you've been here literally eight months ago. Oh That's not that long. No. For Vegas? <laughs> for Vegas. And you were here at, and my aunt, she's she's there for weeks at weeks yeah. at a time. So like she's like, she's gotta figure it out. She knows what she's doing. Shout out to my aunt. She got she paid for pretty much everything. Really? Um, with her points, she has like all these points. Okay. Because she's such a high functioning degenerate gambler <laughs> that these casinos, she's a platinum member, these casinos are like gifting her points to be like, come back and spend your yeah. cash. Here's free rooms, free this, free that. So, anyway, she's like getting it hooked up. So, we're there, and granted, we are staying in the, these rooms, and I have told my mom and i will admit it's very chesopsub of me to say but i said i might stay at somewhere else a little nicer yeah 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 but i i did preface because I was like, I'm, I'm going to tell you something that is going to sound yeah. chess upset, but like, you're going to, I don't want to say it. And she was like, just say it. And I was like, no, you're going to think I'm an asshole. Yeah. And I tell her, like, I want to stay somewhere nice. And she's like, yeah, you are an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I told you I didn't want to do this with you. Um, but I stayed because she wanted the whole family to stay in the same floor. Yeah. And all that. Anyway, so I'm there with my cousin. This is the same cousin that I visited in Atlanta. And before I stepped into his house, he said he was a Republican and that I will respect him. Yes. Yes. I remember this. Um, and I... Look, we don't get along. We get along. I just don't think we are each other's cup of tea, obviously. Sure. He... The first chance... He got, he made, he was drunk the entire time and making digs at me about uh, the economy and that I've like, oh, you're a Biden voter. Yeah, you guys did this. What are you going to do? And I was like, yeah. What? Yeah, we did that. I'm I'm so sorry. We did that. (laughs) I I was, I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, I'm just like kind of rolling off of the troll I, you know it's roll the troll really like yeah, he's yeah. coming in for trolls i'm rolling off of it yeah you, you, judo. He, you got a judo yeah. i got a judo like just tai chi out of that mess and he came like for me the entire week like there was an abortion protest and he was like talking about like oh these people protesting abortion and he has two women two girls in the car and his wife is like, yeah. And the kids are like asking, oh my, what, what are these people doing? And the mom's like, um, they're asking people not to do bad things. That's what protesting is. And uh, the and my uncle's, no, my, not my uncle, my cousin's like, oh yeah, psh, protesters, abortion, like holding up traffic. Like, you know, like, it's just like, it's troll he's just trolling every he's unhappy so he just wants everyone to be unhappy yeah he asked one thing about my life and it was that he didn't even ask he said oh so i saw that that amazon show got a season two you must be doing well 
And I'm like, yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Like what? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Like, I'm proud of you. What? What do you want from me? It's, it, 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 it felt yucky. I paid for lunch and I secretly paid for dinner, meaning I paid for lunch publicly. Mm-hmm. No thank yous, no nothing. The only thank you that I got was, I think someone said "잘 먹었어요," like yeah. the uh, "누나," and which is a thank you, I guess. And yeah, yeah. and then my aunt said, "Oh, it's so nice that now we have so many people to take care of the checks." I guess well, that's a thank you as well. You know, so also, like you have yeah, to decode the thanks and gratitude yes, but through. Also, also, if there's if an elder really never thanks. Sure. Someone younger. But this guy, my cousin, come on, like, so none none of that. And then at dinner, this was the most frustrating thing because they just kept wanting to go to buffets, and yeah, yeah. we went thirty minutes off the strip. A sixty-five dollar Uber XL each way, because we had to all fit in one car. <laughs> we just had to, and got to this off the strip, like out of nowhere, all you can eat Korean buffet. I'm like, you guys live in Atlanta. Like, what are you doing? Why are we <laughs> doing this? And you guys eat Korean food all time. And we got there, and it was just like you know those buffets that are like loaded with sugar, so you just like get full. Yeah. And it was that. And so I won a lot of money that first day. So I, my brother's like, hey, I'm going to pay for dinner, but can you just give me half? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you pay for half? <laughs> but I'm going to pay for dinner, but can you give me half? Can so you, he wanted all the public. He wanted all the public, like, uh, acknowledgement. Yeah. While I paid him $200 under the table because oh, I. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I had won a lot of money, so I was like, I didn't bother. It didn't bother me to do it, but it is very my brother to baldly ask. <laughs> I hate that. I know. It's I, like, I hate that. These are, I sh- I all, these are bad people. Yeah, I hate that. I hate this. <laughs> this this is my family. I'm telling you. Anyway, and then... After the dinner, we go out and we're like outside waiting for the fucking Uber XL. My cousin comes out and he's like, oh, God, why do we have to come all the way out here? And the food was disgusting. And I'm standing there going, I just paid for you and your kids yeah. to have unlimited meat that you wanted to go to. Like, what is ha- I think he and his wife were maybe fighting about it or arguing. Okay. Like one wanted to go, one didn't. I see. It just was very um, off-putting. And, the and you understand why your aunt doesn't want to live in Atlanta. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And my mom desperately wants to live in Atlanta. And he was constantly saying like, oh, Emo, you're making the wrong decision. You're going to get so bored. You're, you know, like, you should just come to Atlanta. Everything's better here. Everything, you know, like, blah, blah. And really... The decision has been made, and he's making everyone feel bad about this decision. And I'm like, are you going to put her up? Yeah. You going to fucking give her yongdon, or you're going to give her your house? Like, what are you doing? How's that dojo going? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently great. The summer program's packed. 
<laughs> fucking mind your own business. Yeah. Teach these little kids some Taekwondo and get the fuck out of my face. Like, I don't understand why you're chiming in here when you don't have a solution. All you're bringing me is wah wah problems. Mm. I don't want to hear that. I hate that. It's the decision's been made. Do you think this was an easy decision? Why are you coming in here and poo pooing everything? It just was. It was so toxic, and mm -hmm. it didn't even feel like we hung out together as a family. Like everyone, we like ate together, but literally sure. the whole time we we're eating together, we we're talking about how much we lost. And then we would just go back to the machines and stare at a machine and feed $100 bills into a fucking machine all night. It was just so, it was like fucked up dystopian Wally. -E. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it just felt unhealthy and unimaginative. Upon all this, I because I wanted to hemorrhage the bleeding of, of money, I was like, can I do anything else but sit here? at a casino so i was like i went to go get a massage i went to go um i saw a cirque du soleil show. i was like i'll pay for tickets let's go see a cirque du soleil show I, my brother's hung over after partying too hard the first day i'm like partying too hard we were at the same machines why are you slaying back four remy martins in a row because oh they're free you know you know like yeah. and i'm just like what are we doing here? Are we here as a family or not? Or are we eight individuals just sharing blood and food? I think that's... It's, it was so whack. It was so unbelievably whack and boring. It was absolutely boring. And I realized that, like, no one likes to have... You know what my dream was, Anji? That I could be successful enough one day. Mm -hmm. And PJ, me, my mom, and my brother, and Eric, to Florence, and have a week in the wine country in Tuscany. And you know what she'd be doing? Complaining about walking on cobblestone roads. That's right. Talking right. about how she can't eat pasta because haichinika. Yes. You know this thing is too chat. This thing is so taro. Al horiapo burupapo duoisle. It, yeah. it's just no no questioning of culture I mean, she was in LA she didn't want to do anything she just wanted to go to the outlet I'm like why are you even here like you can do this in Long Island and then you want to come see me and her way of expressing love is taking care of us so like she cooked us a bunch of food Mm -hmm. awesome we loved it praised her up and down this is the best yes. food we've ever had we're slamming the tables doing a whole thing you know yeah giving her what she needs but that's all she does is like this is what i know and this is all i know and i'm not willing to stink or do anything different or better myself i'm like peter that's that's like that that is really the <sighs> there are rich people that are like this but it's mostly poor people that are like this. It's so chachana. I know, but I mean, that's the thing is, like, my mom always, my mom, when, I remember when I was very young, it was one of the first times where I was like, don't you want to go anywhere? Yeah. Aren't you interested in seeing the world? And then, because she, Aren't my mom, you curious? I, I, I'm just curious. I literally told her, like, we will pay for a ticket to take yes. you anywhere. Like, this is the, re I literally was like, why do you think I did this? Why do you think I fucked this man? Why do you think <laughs> 
Did well, she go in your set? <laughs> this is your set. <laughs> it's so fire. Why do you think? What? Why, why did I bring this? Why did I bring this white man into our lives? He is prepared to send us anywhere yes. in the world. He's so happy to do Spin it. Spin a globe. <laughs> he would just put your finger on some place you want to fucking go. She doesn't even want to go back to Korea. Uh, it's mind-boggling. My dad really doesn't want to. And this is the thing. is like, I remember when I was young and I remember the first time she was like, you know, she's like, I can't wait for you to get old and experience what it's like. She's like, I'm tired. And, and then the other part was, this is the only time she's ever had any insight, Peter. She's like, you have become too fancy for your family. <gasps> What? Like you have, I've this given you- This is your problem. But in her, in her mind, she did the right thing though, right? She's given us the opportunity- To be fancy. To be fancier than what we're from. But that means that you feel lonely in your family. That means the price is not just she feels isolated from me, but you feel isolated from them. That's yeah. the price. That's the price. And it's outside of people that like, because even the thing is, this is the ugly truth a lot. A lot of Korean American families that have also like other kids that have been catapulted into a different sort of echelon of um, socioeconomic status. A lot of them have parents who did go to college who still were, you know, maybe circumstances meant they didn't have as much money here, but their parents are curious, interesting people. Who read books? My mom has never read a book. I don't like. Well, I think one time she tried to read a book because she was yeah. like, she knew I liked. My she mom knew too, I liked. Yeah, she she knew that I liked books, so she was trying to like get on my level. Yeah. But I remember her reading, trying to read something. And I was like, oh, are you reading this book? And she's like, I tried. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like my dad barely reads because he didn't really go to school. I mean, it's just like they're not curious because this is their life. It's the reason why most Americans never get a, even even get a passport. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. I, just, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I it's guess, like, like, we're, I we're want, trashy. I want we're trashy. more. I want more of for course. my family. And of course. But you can't drag them. You can't force it on them. Yeah. It, it was. It was also like, you know, when we talked, when we were earlier talking about like all about parenting, we were at a Swatch store. You know that company Swatch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is what my my new swatch. Cool. So we landed on this like white with like a gold face, and you can yeah, see the internal like workings yeah. or whatever, kind of like flim flimsy, plasticky, vinyl-y, whatever. Anyway, that's, that's kind of the that's the aesthetic. And there's a store inside the casino, so my aunt was like, "Here, everyone, come down, pick out yeah. a watch." And we're like, oh, "Okay, this is fun. Yeah, like a little like plastic watch, and everyone gets one, and it's cute, yeah. right?" So I'm picking one out and all the little girls and nieces are helping me pick and blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I like this one. I like that one. You should pick this. You should pick that. And then I pick one that's like this like slim because swatches are very like they're like huge heads and stuff. And, Bulky. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not really into it. So I picked this like very slim, like um, creamy green kind of like. Uh, and a gold face and, yeah. you know, gold looks and green looks really good against my skin. So I was like, oh, this is pretty. I like this. And the girls are like, I don't know, blah, blah. And then my emo comes around and she's like, oh, good, good. I'm there. You can't pick that one. And I was like, yeah. why? It's like, it's for girls. And I'm like, who cares? I don't yeah. care. Look at my wrist. I have a girl's wrist. 
<laughs> who the fuck cares what it, who is it for it doesn't look good on me it's like ah, nia, nia. and then she picks like a big bulky one like something like this and i was like what i don't want that that looks look yeah. like that looks like i look stupid why do i need a head so big for it like i can't read like i don't want that i want a small <laughs> slick one and then we went back and forth about what are girls watches versus what are boys watches and i'm sitting here going bitch i'm 40 yeah. I don't need to tell you about, like, toxicity and gender expression. Like, let me choose what I fucking want or don't buy me anything. Mm-hmm. Like, why? You want to buy me something so that you can control what I like? That's What's the point abuse. of this? That's a form. I mean, the thing about don't it is, Don't buy me like, anything. Don't... That's right. They just don't buy me anything. It's... I don't know. I was just talking to a friend about this. And there's, like, I think there has to be a diminishing... You can't expect as much. And Me? you will be yeah, you cannot expect as much and it sucks, but you can't expect as you can't expect as much because so that you can be less disappointed. It's a Lowered way of expectation. That's right. 그러면 then where do I get that from? Yourself, your own family. My found family? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Am I trying to have my cake and eat it too? Is that what it is? I think you want, I, I understand this, Peter. I think there's a part of you that assumes and hopes that your family is the way that they are is because of circumstance. Yeah. I and think that's that somehow, yeah. And then somehow when you change the circumstances, they'll magically like butterflies turn into a different version. Well, I'm thinking they they'll finally stop being in survival mode and really start yes. achieving self-actualization. Yeah. Not everyone is interested in that. I'm... I don't know how to square that. that. I don't know how to square that because I don't know how to be around people in a positive way Mm. who are stuck in a toxic mode. Yeah. I I don't know how to do that. You just don't do it? Yeah. You just don't spend a lot of time. I mean, that's what, I, that's what I'm trying I mean, like, it's not like you don't love them. It's not like you don't do this. It's like... You're just giving diverse. up on their potential. No, I'm just... I don't need... I can't... I'm not expecting them to change. I'm not the, expecting them to ever become the version of... What I need Mom them to and be. dad, what I need them to be. Maybe it the, is the same journey that they have for us, is that they have to give up their vision me? of us and we my have to mom give wants up me to our call vision her every, my mom want, would want me to call her every hour on the hour to talk about what's happened in the past hour why because she's obsessed she's obsessed with you she's obsessed because she's a bored person she's bored i'm okay let, let, can we just you know, play this family. out for a second yeah you be your mom and i'll mm-hmm. be you for okay. a second okay yeah Hi, Emma. Just checking in. Uh, 뭐 먹었어? Uh, 그냥 밥하고 김. 음, 많이 먹어야 돼. 많이 먹어야 돼. 근데 너무 많이 먹지 마. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck this. <laughs> okay, good night. Bye. 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 And then literally the next one will be, it's literally just like. Cause so she that's got what it is, is that yeah. she's, she has an opinion. Yeah. You, she wants you to call so that she can tell you how she feels about whatever you're doing. Yes. 
Nightmare. Like, is what I mean. She like wants to have this like close relationship with me, but the version of that close relationship is this. No. Us just constantly going back and forth about what we've eaten, what we've watched. Yeah. I mean, do you know how many times she's called me like, Momo <laughs> Like her actively eating something. <laughs> like it's disgusting. But like, but that's that's her ideal dream to just go back and forth talking about wow. various things to eat, various things to buy. Like literally, like the, the like you were talking about with gambling, it would be like things to buy, things to eat, and what she's watched on television, and that would be it. There, she has no interest in anything else outside of that. <coughs> wow. For me, that's a once a week. I can do that once a week. That's once a I'm week. Not, I'm not doing that once a day. I'm not even doing that. What she wants me to call her multiple times a day. I'm not doing that fucking every day. No way. No There's way. There's no way that's gonna happen. So, so maybe you're like, right. Maybe a- I just need to fucking stop wanting my family to engage with me the way I want to be engaged with. And because then, then you can start to express then once you relinquish that. For me, you grieve, right? For the relationship you'll never have. But then also, then you can start to have some gratitude for the Here's what it is, MJ, is that like I have done this. This is something I did. You know, it, it, it's really interesting. Like when I was a kid, I kind of let go of my family being important to me yeah you know and then you, that's yes. when you like rebel and become you know yes. hang out with kids and blah blah yeah. and then as an adult <clears throat> mm-hmm. who is going through his own journey yeah. towards a better self mm-hmm. I'm trying to reconnect that my turn around from them and turn in towards them and try to have adult a new relationship yeah that is not what we left behind but what i'm realizing is that i left for a reason yeah and i've bettered myself but i'm bettering myself but they're they're not interested in my bettered self nor doing this journey together yeah <laughs> they're just kind of like you out here bettering yourself and you think you're better than us and blah blah you're it's kind of that mentality like oh you think you're better than us and it's like a sh- it's like um you know i have family members that are not like this I, and that's why i do have me too for that. yeah i have a so cousin like, that's what I mean. So, like, you know that it's not, like... All family. It's all family. Yeah, you're and right. it's not, it's not right. that. It's more that... I gotta start concentrating on the family that I am able to do this with. And then and then you can be grateful for the way that they love you. You know, if, I know it's, like, supposed to be whatever. They're toxic, so you can't... Whatever. But for me, I found that it's helpful to just have gratitude, gratitude for the way that they can love you. Uh, for just having that. Yeah. And not feeling empty of the thing you Resentment. Need. Resentment. Resentment at the Yeah. For the way that they're not ever going to love you. And they never did. Uh. So it's like, it's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's being, <laughs> like, it's being pissed It feels about, so like, stupid to be doing this again at this age and being disappointed again. I get it. Because you think you always hope. You you're hoping. Are, you're hoping. I'm an eternal it, romantic. Well, you also are doing work on yourself, so you see it being possible. Right. So, but you know, Peter, this is the thing. 
you and I also in our, each of our respective families are the only ones who ever had true faith. And I found the people that have actual relationships with God, God and have faith are more often people that understand this journey and a path and like people wanting to better themselves. Mm-hmm. Seekers. People that are seekers. Yeah. Versus people that have no relationship yeah. who are simply people that go to church to show off, do things for community. Those people are never going to be understanding. Because I've seen Korean parents that are like this with their children. Fuck. That have relationships. But you know Should what I'm I have saying? a kid so that I f- feel that I can have that with my family? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, well, I, I don't think we're gonna. Joy, I don't it's think we're gonna joy. fix this in this episode. But I'm I'm glad that we're we're talking about this because I have to talk to my therapist in two hours. <laughs> So thanks for the pre-therapy. <laughs> yeah, make sure that you send him a link to your one-man show. Yeah. <laughs> to the, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to the Patreon. I was like, how about you kick back some of that money I'm paying you? <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in next week. Check out the Patreon. Leave us a review. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.